At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. You are listening to the Armstrong Butler Buzz podcast, your source for what is happening in Butler County. This episode is also available in video format on YouTube. Just search for The Neighborhood Channel. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Armstrong Butler Buzz. Well, what a pleasure to have the Executive Director with the Maradon Museum with us on the Butler Buzz. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I first want to ask, what does Maradon mean? Very interesting uh, answer for that. The Maradon Museum is a combination of Mary's name and her husband, Donald. Okay. And up until recently, uh, in a conversation with Janice Larrick, who was her sister-in-law, we found out that the name did not get established when the museum opened. Rather, the name existed years before that, because in the uh, in the Phillips family, there was another Mary who married Ben, okay. and so she was Mary Ben when they brought her up in conversation, and then it was Mary Dawn for Mary Holton Phillips. Oh, how and so funny. the name was then just applied when she opened the museum. All right, so the name Mary Dawn has a, this interesting piece, like people would not know, right? But Mary Phillips is the person responsible for funding the Mary Dawn Museum. That is correct. And she amassed that collection. Uh, about 95% of what you see in the museum was uh, something she collected over a 40-year period. 40 years. Mm-hmm. And what I was reading, would the museum opened in 2004? That's correct. Wow. Yeah. And what does the museum feature? Uh, we feature Asian art and German mice and porcelain. And the Asian art is majority of Chinese and Japanese art. Okay. So Japanese and Chinese art. And then the German... Mi- Mycin. Mycin. Okay. German mycin porcelain. So yes. let's first talk about if we were going to go through the museum and, and look at this Chinese or Japanese art, art mm-hmm. what might we see? Um, you will see sculptures of ivory and jade, and you would see tapestry and paintings on silk, and then the porcelain. Okay. And how many pieces are we talking about? About 800 pieces are on display. Oh, my goodness. So 800 pieces Mary collected over yes. 40 years. And in a small space, it's not a large museum. There are four galleries. You, If you read everything... And there's really good signage. It could take you about 45 minutes to go through the museum. Okay. Um, If you didn't, it could be as fast as you would like it to be because it's not large. And when I say over 800 items, it sounds like, you know, it would be stuffed. But we have little tiny Netskays on display on a whole wall. So some of the items are very small and some are very large. Wow. And do you know why that in particular, those types of pieces, she was drawn to that, Mary? She found her first piece here locally. She was a member of the GFWC uh, Junior Club, Intermediate, and then the Women's Club, which um, doesn't exist anymore. And every March they put on on the antique show. So she bought her first piece here locally. Okay. And it's called the Wisteria. Maiden, and she has her own private little window box in our second gallery, and that spawned her love of the Asian art. And uh, she didn't travel much. Uh, Dealers came to her. Okay. And then she always liked the mycin. It was represented in her family, so she did start... liking that early on. And I was reading more about the German Meissen porcelain, Mm -hmm. and I think that dates back to the 17th century? That's correct. Augustus the Strong worked very hard to emulate the formula uh, from Asia, and he was able to do that, and it became quite the collectible. Okay. So there are some pieces then from... Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can, it's, uh, if you have mice and porcelain, you'll know because there's swords crossed on the bottom. 
that oh. indicate it's um, the mice. And how did you learn about all of this? Was this something, how did you get involved in this as well, the executive director? Um, I got involved uh, when the current um, director was looking at retiring, and okay. I was invited uh, to come and look at uh, the museum. I had never worked in a museum. They were looking for somebody that had um, a stronger finance background, and I did. Okay. And so I walked around the museum with uh, then Nancy Hyle was the director, and she's still with us. She's in charge of the um, arts collection, and um, I interviewed for the job. Okay. Um, and I do everything from fundraising to overseeing the collection and paying the bills and <laughs> writing grants and everything. I've been there 11 years. Okay. And it's just flown. It is, I call it my happy place because, you know, I worked in healthcare for a long time before that and I did real estate. And people come here to learn and to enjoy their day. And uh, the art is just beautiful. So even if you're not interested in the history behind the pieces or the symbolism, just the beauty of it. I bet. It's breathtaking, so I call it the happy place. <laughs> oh, well, I love art. And I can imagine that, you know, it's probably very calming for you to just to walk around and also just, I'm sure every day you can learn something new. Absolutely. You, you like, I see this and I never noticed that before. Absolutely, every day, every day. And we learn not only from our docents, um, some of our docents have done a great deal of traveling, so they bring their own knowledge back to elaborate further in their tours. And also we learn from the people who come. Okay. You know, they're often happy to share uh, what they've learned in their travels by okay. what they see. And so you do, you learn every day. Right. Well, I saw there were some great little articles that have been written saying that this Maradon Museum is like a hidden gem in Butler and highly recommend and go see. Now, you did mention, Roxanne, about fundraising. Yes. Is there a particular event that you host every year that we could help support? Oh, yes. We do the Harvest Moon. It used to be the Chinese New Year, but weather started limiting our attendance. So we moved to uh, September and October. We do the Harvest Moon, which is another very large celebration in Asia. And we just had one, and we had a very successful year, uh, September 26th. Okay. And we actually honored the Lyrics, who are founding members at okay. that event this year. So, yes, every year we do that. Uh, we're planning another fundraiser February 4th. It's a Friday evening. It's going to be a black tie event, uh, kind of low-key, though, at the museum uh, to celebrate Chinese New Year. Okay. A little smaller scale. Okay. And then we're going to plan another fundraising event um, later in June. Okay. So, so can we find this information on your website? Absolutely. Absolutely, and on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so tell us when is the museum open to the public so we could come and check it out? Sure, we're open uh, Wednesdays through Saturdays, 11 to 4. Wednesdays through Saturday, mm -hmm. 11 to 4. Correct. And do you do any like groups? Can can teachers bring students Absolutely. or the college? Something Absolutely. Like that? We do host school tours. Um, and uh, even from the college, we just hosted one with uh, Mike Dittman. Oh, yes, uh, Mike. So, yeah, he came down and brought his students. So, And we do, for the younger children, we do try to help them if there's an educational requirement. So okay. we'll, we'll help with the kids with origami or obi tying. And the obi is the uh, piece of cloth that goes around like a belt, you would yes. call it, to tie the kimono shut. Yes. So we teach them uh, how to tie one. Um, so it's fun. Believe it or not, all ages enjoy learning how to do that, and we have a good time w working with them. Well, you just gave me a wonderful idea because I teach intercultural communication oh in the spring at BC3, and it would be a wonderful place to bring my students, Absolutely. so I will be calling you for that. That would be wonderful. We'd love to have you. And uh, finally, Roxanne, I did notice on your website, too, that you are also open to hosting e private events Absolutely. for individuals. Absolutely. Um, we have a, an all-purpose meeting room, which is available for rent for any events. We've had retirement parties, baby showers. We've had um, wakes 
in okay. there, and uh, it only holds about 35 people. Okay. And so it's for the smaller group, but you can actually rent the whole first floor of the museum so that you know people can mingle around and, and enjoy the whole atmosphere. Yeah, that would be wonderful for an intimate yeah. private event. Uh, well, this is so wonderful. I'm so thrilled. I've learned so much from uh, reading about your Maradon Museum and learning more from you tonight. So thank Great. you so much Great. for being with us. Well, thank you. And please support the Maradon Museum and check it out because it sounds absolutely breathtaking. And what a gem here in Butler. Thank you. Thank you. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.